Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Show Me Potato Salad podcast. This show is brought to you by our good friends over at Clinkstone Brewery. I'm one of your hosts, JJ. With me today, we have Loopy Jr. And last but certainly not least, we have Keith. Later on the show, we have the legend Lee Dayton from Dirty Sanchez joining us. As usual, we'll round off the show with the salad dressings of the week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook to keep up to date with the fo- podcast. Podcast, podcast. I was, going, I was going ahead of myself there with a follow, follow, like, share and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, follow, like, share and subscribe and let us know you're listening. So we'll, we'll give everyone a wee, wee update on the the SMPS, the NC500. We've, we've reached our initial target of £1,000. Yeah. I think we I think we may update Ooh. this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been an amazing it's, amount of support, though, that we've had. Like, it's absolutely incredible. It's a massive thank you to everyone that's, that's like, donated so far. Yeah, on every front as well, like from people just donating, people just messaging, saying like good luck sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we've also been fortunate enough now, we've gotten some sponsorship to kind of help us out along the way. It kind of help fund some of this stuff, like so, spare parts and all Talcum the... Talcum powder all the, for our Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the little nooks and crannies that we're going to need along the way. Tissues for all the tears from all the times they'll be crying. There's going to be one long, constant cry for five days. Probably. I that. don't know if we'll have the energy to cry. Yeah. But we'll just be too dehydrated to cry. No, it's been a, it's been awesome to see all the support flooding in from like even just messages it's like from hockey boys and folk folk that watch mm-hmm. the hockey and just everything. It's been yeah. really like don't want to get sentimental, but heartwarming seeing the donation just keep going and keep going. It's really yeah. nice. So thank yeah. you very and much a, to everybody. A big shout out to to the guys at Meat Monsters as well. Um, just for anybody who's not seen our, our social media posts, uh, the absolute legends over there have uh, offered up in a, a prize competition for a, a free meal for four for anybody that has donated or will be donating. Um, so that'll be drawn at random uh, yeah. just once, after we finish, once we finish the, the ride. Yeah. So big so, thanks to them as well. That was an amazing gesture. Just yeah. make sure if you are going to be donating in the future to put your full name so we can pull that off and throw that in the hat for when we pull the, yeah. pull the competition winner. Um, and if you have already entered and put anonymous if you want to just send us a direct message or one of us personally a message to say that you've donated you've donated to give us your name we can also add that to the list could be fantastic good show good show right we'll not we'll not hold anyone hostage any longer we'll we'll get on to the we'll get on to the guest shall we yeah so this segment is sponsored by ice sports caledonia the exclusive importers of fisher ice hockey equipment for the north of scotland check them out on facebook at ice sports caledonia with a web shop coming soon five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff we have a liftoff Diving into the salad bowl with us today, we have the man that isn't local, but isn't no stranger to sheep shagging, the man, the myth, the legend, Lee Dayton of Dirty Sanchez fame. Welcome to the show, dude. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's um, fucking awesome sheep, to have you on. <laughs> fucking sheep. Sh- I've been called a sheep shagger for, for, for some time, but yeah, fucking hell, you got me in the mood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're used to up here we thought you would be too <laughs> so then right can you tell us a little insight into how you became a spro a pro skateboarder a spro pro skateboarder and how dirty sanchez came about 
Oh fuck! I mean, how long is the podcast? Um, I can make it as long as you want. But I <clears throat> kind of well, I got into skateboarding through. Um, I, I got into skateboarding when I was like fourteen or fifteen, about fourteen or fourteen. Quite late, really, for today's kind of like you know, but yeah. never too late. Never too late to get into skateboarding. But um, shit, how did I get? How did I become a pro skateboarder? Well, that bit's just like irrelevant, really, but. The bit how I got into skateboarding is kind of through like um, fuck. I, I just lived in the middle of nowhere. I lived at, no. I live in the valley. I'm from the valleys. Yeah, I've been a place called Pontypool. Not not a great not a great deal going on. And I'm fucking old as fuck now. By the way, boys. So this isn't fucking. This isn't ten years ago. I, this is like fucking thirty five years ago or something like that. Anyways, quite quite a while ago. So yeah, got into skateboarding um, through. Um, I think I saw Back to the Future or Police Academy, one of those two. And I was like, fuck, that looks sick. They had like a little section of skateboarding in Police Academy. And like, and on Back to the Future, obviously, he was fucking riding a hoverboard and shit, wouldn't he? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that looks fun. Went, the, went, went to the local market, went to the local sports shop, bought a shit 20 quid skateboard, and it just fell apart within, I don't know, like two days. <laughs> and, um, and just basically um, kind of, it was it, it was definitely like like uh, I was completely sucked in by everything about it. Uh, you know, bought the magazine when I bought a magazine and from the market with a rad magazine, and then just saw all this shit going on with skateboarding and, and the culture, um, which I had no clue about at the time. Um, from the valleys, like nothing wrong with being from the valleys, by the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just kind of. I got a skateboarding through fucking nothing to do and just like fan fuck I got into it and somehow through just keeping skating um, I didn't kind of go off on a mad drug path like a lot of my friends did I just stuck to skateboarding and um, and then eventually like people started giving me stuff so I kind of started getting into like the, the magazines again photos and um, started entering contests and doing well in contests, not fucking contests, don't mean shit, by the way. Um, but um, yeah, started doing well in contests, and I guess people started giving me stuff to promote their, their brands, and and, uh, and yeah, back then, you would promote their bands by getting their brands, like the skateboards and wheels and trucks and fucking, you know, whatever, through, through being in a magazine. Now you can promote yourself just by your Instagram. But mm, I did yeah. the OG way. I came up the OG way. Like I had a TV <laughs> show and a fucking I had a TV show on the on the telly and I had photos in a magazine. Now it was all on fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lucky you fucking lucky bastards. <laughs> so is that how you managed to meet all the Dirty Sanchez boys as well? Is through skateboarding, or did you know all them before mm-hmm. skateboarding? No, I met Pritch, Pancho, and Dan. Dan Joyce all through skateboarding. Yeah. Um, I met Pritch first um, at the Cardiff Banks, which is like this legendary spot, um, skating on a Saturday afternoon. And he was really quiet and stuff. Um, but he kind of just came out of his shell a few years later. But I met Pritch skating in Cardiff, Pancho a little bit later, and Joyce quite a lot later. Because Joyce, he was actually from Plymouth even though they say he's a warp Londoner at the beginning of the fucking show. <laughs> he's fucking definitely, he's definitely, you know, he's definitely fucking got something warped about him. But, um, but yeah, just met all the guys from, yeah, met all the guys from skateboarding and like most of my best friends for life all through skateboarding. So 
And the so name. that's why that's kind of why I said like the pro thing was just like, you know, it's fucking cool. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm fucking stoked about it. Board my name on it, and mm. like thank you, Def Skateboards for, for that. Um, and uh, and and I got a couple of guest boards on forty, but um, but yeah, just I met all the guys through um, through through skateboarding and the TV show. The TV show I think kind of came from skateboarding. Mm. Um, like most of my shit come through skateboarding. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. And then the name sort of Dirty Sanchez, obviously a lot of us will be familiar with what it kind of is all about, but who came who came up with it? Was that a group decision or was that somebody that just came about or was it something that was a joke and then became the name for the show? Well, <clears throat> so so what happened, we, we shot a pilot for MTV. Um and they had, they didn't they hadn't commissioned the show as such. They just went, oh look, we like we want to see if we can do a show with you guys. We don't know what it's about, but we just want to hang out with you and shoot some stuff across, you know, over the summer, and put a pilot together. So, um, MTV had seen had seen the they put the pilot together, and the bosses of MTV had saw what would become Dirty Sanchez, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna give these guys a green light for a show, um, but we need to come up for a name, and like. You know, for the whole, all the whole summer, we were just filming for something. Um, actually, when we actually, this is fucking funny, because when we went into MTV to have the first meeting, um, they saw us on, um, they'd seen us on this Channel 4 show called Passengers. And, and Passengers did like um, like mini docs on subcultures. So it could have been like Japanese boy races, some kind of like weird cult in fuck wherever <laughs> uh, and, and they happen to just do like a five minute piece on us so i'm going around the houses you have to get to this but um, the, the so mtv got us in there because their idea for the show they already had an idea for the show and they just saw us on this channel four show fucking about and they thought that maybe we could be presenters on this new show they were looking at doing called shock idol and we were like what the fuck is what the fuck is shock idol <laughs> and, and, they said, oh, look, we're looking for presenters to go around the UK and find the most fucked up people. And we're like, well, we, you, we are. You know, fucking, we are <laughs> don't need to fuck anywhere else. <laughs> you don't need the fuck, yeah. I mean, we don't know the fuck we thought we were. Like, we'll be just giving it the big one, weren't we? Couple of Welsh boys and, 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 and the warped one, Joycey. Um, but so, so, yeah, so basically, they had this idea for a show called uh, Shark Idol. We then shot the pilot, and obviously it didn't become a shock idol because we were the guys. We ended up, you know, kind of they wanted to do a show just based around us. And um, I think we were having a beer in the Elephant opposite MTV in Camden, and uh, we were kind of coming up with names like Joycey. I'd like uh, see you next, see you next Tuesday. Just a red cunt in the list of TV listings. Um, <laughs> there was some, there was some like rock out with your cock out. There was some fucking shit names, and Joycey's like. I think we should call it Dirty Sanchez uh, because, like, I've been dishing out loads of San- Dirty Sanchez. It's filming, filming the pilot. And, you know, I think it's, it could be a good name. And we're like, that's a fucking sick name, dude. And, that, and, that, and that's how it was born. So, uh, awesome. Dan Joyce is the man, the, the Twisted Warp Londoner from, from Plymouth. <laughs> 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 from fucking, from the Southwest. Yeah, uh, he came up with the name Dirty Sanchez. So if, if MTV had their way, it would have been a show with fucking a bunch of guys going around the UK looking for even more fuck, looking for fucked up people, and the show would have been called Shock Idol. But the stars aligned, and um, 
uh, we left. Actually, what happened? We gave um, when we said, "Oh, look, we you know you don't need to look for any presenters. Like we'll we'll be the show." They were like, "All right, okay, yeah." They'd only seen five minutes of Dirty Stand. Of, of <laughs> like, well, we got up to on this like Channel Four show, and uh, um, I forgot a copy there. Oh yeah, fuck it, it's a copy up there somewhere. Um, but we gave him like this fifty minutes fifty minute skate video called Pritchard versus Dayton, and said, "Right, check this out." And you'll see a bit more what we're about. So, so we left the MTV offices. Pritchard fucking stripped off naked. Thought we'd never be allowed back in there. Starts <laughs> running across the desks. Joyce is in there with him. I'm outside on the fucking. I'm outside on the street waiting. Going, well, that was fun. Like fucking, I can go tell my mates. Oh, I was in MTV today. Brag, you know, bragging about it. <laughs> and uh, they, they came out half naked, and um, um, and we left. Didn't think we'd do anything back. And I think probably about. Two hours later, on the train back to Wales, phone call off MTV. When can you come back to London? We want to do a show with you. We've just we've just oh. seen the the Pritchard versus Dayton tape, and it was like um, <clears throat> the words were "beast of honey" around around the TV to watch it. And I was like, "Fucking <laughs> dirty fuckers!" <laughs> so there's a little kind of like background background on it for you, but um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing. Came about though really from Pritchard versus Dayton, which is the skate video, mm-hmm. uh, which which Jordan, your cousin Ben Laden, had a really fucking good skateboard sec- skate section in it. Um, ben, um, probably my favourite section of the video. Not saying that because I'm online, but for you guys, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, skate. You know, living living in skate park in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. In, well, maybe. it actually actually takes me on pretty nicely because I was just about to say Ben Ben was on the show and. Obviously, like you say, you're probably you're good friends with him, and he kind of he was he was saying about this little little skit he had with you guys and with you. So he, we kind of chummed him up, and we're we're saying to him, "So are you the reason for Dirty Sanchez? Are you the reason?" <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're we're putting it on him. Well, you can you can either confirm or, or deny. Uh, it's, it's bad. That he's a part of the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I can tell you, I can tell you some stories with me and your cousin. Fuck me. <laughs> I, I will, I'll just tell you this one. We walked across a car park once in Northampton on tour uh, about one o'clock in the morning. There was a load of boy racers, and this is like way before Sanchez. And someone fucking shot me with an air rifle. One of the boy racers shot me, <laughs> fucking, shot me with a fucking pelican or an air rifle. And um, yeah, we just went across and was like fucking, we was drunk and fucked up, and we was giving him shit. And like um, me and Ben just basically died offering out the whole fucking crew of boy racers and them is fucking air yeah, fucking yeah that fucking, fucking <laughs> bit flying out of his mouth and shit and one of them piped up they all just back the fuck down and brilliant but I think what, as he walked off at the car back one of them shot us again with a gun it's like fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah because of Ben from Livingston is uh, a part of the Dirty Sanchez puzzle I'm sure Awesome. 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 So when we found out that you were going to come on the show, Lee, we went back and watched some of the, the best bits and of the movies and stuff like that in your series. Um, now that you guys have grown up and stuff like that, is there anything that you look back on and think, what the fuck were we doing when you were recording? Fuck. Um, well, I, I've had to look back at a lot of footage myself recently because we did this podcast and um. 
yeah, I've been looking looking at it, and I've definitely been going fuck it. I, I I mean, I look at it, I look at it and go, what the fuck are you doing? I, I look at it and go, fuck me, man. How the fuck did they put up with me? <laughs> just like just like a complete fucking, I was a fucking nightmare. But um, yeah, there's a lot of things that are pretty dubious that probably wouldn't ha- wouldn't be allowed on TV today, to be honest. So um, no. yeah. But I hey, was... fuck it, we're all, we're all here to tell the story. So um, no one, and, and the, the joke and fun was just in between us. It wasn't on the outside world. So, uh, so yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff we probably, Pritch probably wish never happened. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm so fucking, I'm so happy it happened. Fuck, 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 fuck it. I'm so happy it happened that, than, than regretting that it, you know, that it happened, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I was just seeing some, what was the one I was watching just the other day? It was when you asked him about Wankgate. Wankgate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you get away with that. <laughs> I think it's been pretty funny this week. Like, we've been sitting on uh, on WhatsApp, like, for the podcast, and just kind of pinging your videos back and forward. Like, guys, check this one out. Like, check that one out. And I watched one on um, uh, Monday or Tuesday on my, on my lunch break. And it was when you guys went away to um, some country to do like the the legal the illegal highs. Oh and yeah, some of that is just it's fucking mental. <laughs> the the one that particularly sticks to me is the enema. That was uh, <laughs> that would definitely not be allowed on television these days. I don't think. Listen, if it's if it's got some sort of medical benefit, why the fuck not? I'm going to say Ben Grylls does that sort of shit. That's true, he does actually. He doesn't spray shit halfway across the fucking TV screen. Oh, man. I think one like, of the most simple you... ones that stands out is when you uh, you, you stapled your nutsack in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, listen, I, I for me personally, I, I, I don't see myself as a maniac or anything. I'm just like, I like hanging out with my mates. And if someone's going to push my buttons, I'm going to, you know, have a fucking laugh back. So um, I sticking on my nuts to the table was one of them. But yeah, it's quite tame, quite tame, really. Quite tame, really, isn't it, you know? Compared to some of the stuff you guys did, yeah. I just thought it was brilliant because you started panicking and you were like, oh, I need to go to the hospital. It's in my ball sacks. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, yeah. Fucking hell. I panicked a lot back then. I still panic a lot now, but... I'm- I don't have so many fucking staples inside my nuts to, to kind of <laughs> fucking to fucking bother me. Um, yeah, fucking hell. Get get high though. I mean, when we did get high, um, you talk about staples. The Agori, I think it's the Agori tribe. They can, you know, see those, they they put like big skewers for their faces and mm. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I got this. I'll stick the spike through my. I'll stick the spike through my cheeks. Man, it's fucking. It fucking killed. I was pushing the hot, like this big, like meat skewer through my face. And I mean, you can do it. You could do it now if you wanted to, and you'd be fine. You wouldn't die or fucking anything. But I'm telling you, you would fucking sweat. Yeah. You give it a go. Give it a go. Head to tail. No, thanks. <laughs> I'd be the one that probably fucking does it. I seem to be the stupid cunt in the group. Like, <laughs> that kind of leads on quite nicely. We've got a question about uh, when when you guys went and done uh, Dirty Sanchez gets high back in 2008. What are some of the best uh, highs that you, you had and what some of the craziest trips when you were away doing that show, if you remember them? Well, yeah, I mean, that was a special trip because... 
you know, when we went into MTV and I'm like, we couldn't believe they were going to give us another show. So they were like, well, we were fucking probably taking, taking anything at that point. But no, <laughs> um, no they, they said, we got this idea for the show. And, um, it was just with me, myself and Pritch. Um, the one idea was to, to rack some wedding rackers or whatever. And we were like, right, okay, sounds fucking shit. Um, <laughs> some other cruel bastards can do that shit. And they went, the other one is to go around the world hanging out with like different tribes and shaman and taking their, taking their like spirit, doing spiritual highs. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's much better I, than a wedding. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> um, unbelievable. So, um, so we got to uh, learn a lot about um, why. Like in the Western world, you know, people take drugs, we, you know, to just get fucking smashed and like just access. Yeah. But when you do it with the sh- with these people, the the shaman and stuff, and these different tribes, and they've been doing it fucking thousands of years, and you do it for for like a spiritual and like healing reasons, it it, it was a different fucking level of like a different. It wasn't just like taking drugs, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> uh, it was yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fucking wild. Um, Pritchard. Said the, the one shaman. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was, if it, was, if it wasn't the ayahuasca trip, it was the, the Mexican mushrooms. I can't remember. I'm one of them. He said I wanted to try and like cure me of my of my. I don't. I don't think it was a cocaine a cocaine addict. And I'm not condoning. You know, fuck. But you know, if you know Pritch, he's had he's had his uh, demons. So Pritch is like, I want you to fucking try and help me cure me of like my my fucking sniffing cocaine. So she she took us for the trip and she did a thing and cracked an egg on our head and fucking started reading <laughs> our lives. No, no, it's seriously like it was fucking it was fucking mad. But we go on this mad trip trip with her. Um, um, yada yada yada. MTV are filming. You know we're we're fucking floating around the fucking room. <laughs> fucking <laughs> we finished the show. You know we finished that finished that like that section of the show. I think that was maybe Mexico. Um, and then we went maybe Japan, then from Japan, or we flew back from Japan, back into London. And then we had a gig in uh, Ibiza in, in um, one of the bar M. Um, so we flew all around the world, jumped on a plane after doing all these fucking like spiritual highs, straight to Ibiza, prime time fucking party central. <laughs> and um, Prince goes straight off to see someone and gets a bunch of coke. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And he's like, oh, date, I got some coke. <laughs> he, 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 he comes back to his date and he goes, date, I'm fucked. The shaman's fucked me. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I can't keep it down. So every time he sniffed a lot, he would just projectile vomit straight. Fucking hell. She spent the next three days battling this kind of like thing that was going on with himself to try and overcome what the shaman had done to him. <laughs> and he fucking... You know that guy's an Iron Man, right? That guy's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It um, he uh, he he won, and he and he came back to where he is, where he was. Yeah, back to like his, you know the little problems and stuff. But yeah, anyway, I'm rabbiting. But uh, uh, some little insights into the background of that show, I suppose. Hmm. You just mentioned there as well that you went to Ibiza to do some live shows and stuff like that. How did you like rotate your live shows? Was it like same stunts every night or did you change it up or was it just completely off the cuff and just do stupid shit in front of a live audience? Um, yeah. 
every show is kind of different because the crowd's different and uh, it's like a versus battle with me. It was like, there was, well, to the last, say, few years, good few years, it was just me and Pritch doing it because obviously when there was four of us doing the live shows, we almost killed each other. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fucking full on, like, so, um, but yeah, uh, we kind of had a rough, like, structure of the show and the things we would do would change every night and we'd have the, a DJ with the music and a battle we'd have the crowd fucking versus together crowds that take sides and yeah it was kind of it was it evolved actually when we first started it was pretty fucked like we had to like alternate alternate like years like you could only have so many fish up tripped out year <laughs> so I think between between us we could do fish up years eight days in a row because you know like there's eight, we've got eight earlobes and pretty good. Like me and, me and Pancha do like the uh, Jesus hand. So we, we could that, do that. That before. gave me the fucking fear when you've done that. That was just horrible. Yeah. Just... It's not that bad. <laughs> not... I'm just looking at it and I'm like, nah, no fucking chance. Like, it's, pinching it's bad enough. for fish gears, Callum. Yeah, I'd be good for fish it... gears because I could, I could do that. <laughs> there, there, we, there, we, there we go, dude. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Certain things as we went along as well would, as as, as the years went by, certain things like you know, think people's kind of like uh, the guidelines would change what clubs could get away with, and things had to be taken out because they just you couldn't get away with like like certain things like you know, Stella Anima and Joyce's face in the padding pool, <laughs> you know, with a pair of speed fucking pair of speedos on, uh, pair of speedo goggles, and uh, in a, in a paddling pool getting sprayed with Stella Anima, Pritchard's ass. <laughs> so um, certain things had to change, yeah. But um, I think we left on a strong note. I think we ended up. I think we were. I think we were still doing drumstick ass and spunky donkey and fucking at the end of the at the end of the year, uh, the Sanchez touring years. Some <laughs> <laughs> of the names are fucking brilliant. I know. You said um, like touching on uh, yourself and Pritchard a little bit there. Um, you guys have a little bit of a rivalry. What's like the worst thing that's ever came from the rivalry between you guys? Oh shit! I think you need to ask Pritz that question. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got my name tattooed on his fucking deck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it just doesn't make sense, does it? I mean, yeah, I think the world, the world of the world record attempt. For the most amount of paintballs, the body took it took it pretty far, um, and then when he found out it was fake, obviously, <laughs> uh, it caused it caused it caused a few problems. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still a healthy rivalry there, but yeah, that I think the paint the paintball world record. I, I mean, I don't like to think of things the worst. I just think the things the, the funniest, and that yeah, a, a lot of people still think that's. Like, come on, that wasn't real. And like, you just asked Pritch, and his eyes will roll back in his head, and be like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> "What? What was the amount of paintballs that you got hit with?" Uh, hundred and three. Fuck that! Fuck that! It's bad not getting hit by one. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? That paintball place was in Russia, and it was like minus fucking twenty outside. Oh. It was in a fucking. Like not as not a set. It wasn't a nice warm building. It was a fucking you know a paintball like kind of hangar in Russia midwinter with 
the paintballs which had just gone extra hard like they just <laughs> the shells the there was no give in the shells so they... oh fuck how did he get you back how did he get me back well he didn't know that that record was fake until about two weeks later <laughs> Because I could, I didn't want to tell him at the time because he was so happy. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, <laughs> and, um, so we, we kind of kept it on the back burner. And um, I think we was in Thailand, and and Pritch had a few beers in Thailand. Was in like was in this bar called Spangies, and he just went off to one side and just thought thought it'd be funny to get my name tattooed on his deck, and then revealed it to me like the day at the day after. <laughs> And I was like, I couldn't work out who the, who the, who the fucking, uh, who that was, the joke was on. Because I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you did, it was fucking anyway. But um, so, so, yeah, it kind of came around then. And I was like, my dude, I got something to tell you as well. Like, oh, no, what is it? Yeah. And there we go. The paint. <laughs> he's already, by that point, he, he, he's always wanted to be in the Guinness Book of Records. All right. Yeah. So, not really thinking about it in those two weeks. <laughs> in those two weeks, and not telling him, he told like everyone that he was going to be the kids. Yeah. The rest is history. You know. You know. You know the school. You know the school. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that's funny. And uh, with the with sort of the whole success like of Dirty Sanchez and things, and you guys getting invited to like award shows and things, was there ever like a, a kind of like pinch me moment? Like I can't believe this is going on. Yeah, I reckon it was. I, I listen. I'm fucking just a normal fucking dude, like with and the rest of the guys. None of us. We didn't try and um, we wasn't to, we wasn't trying to get on TV. We were mm. just a bunch of skateboarders that made a skate video that, that <clears> happened to get pretty big in, in the skate, you know, in the skate world. So when it came around, it was pinch me moments all the fucking time. I remember the first time in Vegas on MTV, booking into like you know fucking sec hotel there, going, "Hey, this we're, we're here because MTV's brought us here, mind you know, like kids, <laughs> like fucking tiny kids." <laughs> <let's> fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose there was another weird pinch me moment, which was just the most bizarre moment was uh, on the hotel roof in Bangkok with a table, and there was um, a, a a lady under the table, a lady of the night. She was helping us play this. She's helping us play this game um, called Bangkok Roulette. So. You know, um, I, listen, we can say this and shit. I, I, this isn't going to get us banned from the internet, is it? No, anyway, this okay. fucking woman was fucking going for gold under the table. We had to work out who was getting it, like poker. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, but obviously the, the loser, like the, there was a forfeit. And the forfeit for whoever lost this game of Bangkok roulette had a down a shot of Pancho's man fat, which is like the liposuction fat that we got liposuction. Oh, God. We got liposuction out of his fucking, out of his love handles, like the day oh. earlier. And I, w- I was just like, is this really fucking happening? Like, am I, am I making a film movie for MTV? Oh, <laughs> fuck, is, 
on a fucking roof, hotel roof in Bangkok, and there's a girl on the table doing some fucking Bangkok shit. And uh, the loser's going to have to drink a fucking shot of Pancho's liposuction fat. So, so yeah, th- th- that's, that was like, for me, like, I was like, fuck, crazy shit. Man, <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> Just quickly, there, who who had to take the the shot of Pancho's man fat? It was, a, it was fucking Dan Joyce, wouldn't it? He was Joyce. <laughs> He'd have fucking loved that as well. They just got this feeling that he would be like, "Yeah, fuck it, Whoa, straight Let's down, fucking straight down it. a hatchet." <laughs> the video that I was watching the other day he ate a fucking ashtray of fags, and then oh. he fucking fucking tried to kiss uh, Pritchard after it. <laughs> Like jo- jo- Joycey is like the most taboo. Th- 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 yeah, like jo- Dan says, he doesn't. He's not into the pain, but he will do some fucking weird shit. Yeah, and that and that is one of. Hey guys, how many? So there's three of you in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If you like, if you want me to send across like a like a like a list of things that you can like for like a game you can play, just you know, what you got to do is get some liposuction fat and game on. <laughs> <laughs> The Bangkok lady of the night. <laughs> I like these guys, but there's not a fucking chance in hell I would shot any of their fat for a forfeit. Oh, don't, shit. Yeah. Don't like them enough yeah, for I that mean, shit. <laughs> I'd like to add, I'd like to add, right, that this is pre-COVID and... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't know if that's down on the list of ways you can contract COVID, is it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can contract a lot of other fucking horrible shit. Though. So Pancho, Pancho did have a blood test, and he was screened. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're you're kind of mentioning some of the fucked up shit you've done and whatnot. So, what's kind of one of some of the worst injuries you've got? Either skateboarding or while obviously filming. The worst injuries. Um, it's a lot of fucking, probably a lot of mental scarring going on. Between <laughs> <the top. laughs> I think it's. I think it's a healthy dose of PTSD flying around. Um, I mean, you know, fuck, broken bones and but just, just nothing too serious, thankfully, because like none of us was trying to maim each other. You know, it was a, the aim of the game on that show was to either like embarrass each other, like force us to do things that the person didn't want to do and you would just watch them break down and that's what was funny you know it wasn't like let's let's do something fucking really bad and it's gonna like completely maim you i think the name of the game was but like you know just a bunch of guys pushing the boundaries and doing some weird taboo kind of wonky shit so the injuries weren't that bad but it was i suppose like some of the byproducts of doing the show like i had a fucking machine gun like an ak put on my face in brazil i was pretty that was kind of, I think that Fuck. that kind of left like an impression on me. Like, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, like I took a photo and this guy in this favela was like, what are you up to doing? And just had a fucking machine gun in my face and was like, that was pretty, like the long lasting kind of like psychological scars. That was pretty fucking mm. mad. But, you know, for me, skateboarding, multiple like compound fractures and, yeah, you know, fucking metal scaffolds on the outside of my arm to reconstruct my arm and stuff. Um, Pritch, weirdly, has only ever had like two broken bones in his whole life. Fucking hell! <laughs> one of them was in his. One of us a metatarsal, was it? In your foot. Mm, yeah. And uh, I and that that and the last one was a oh no a collarbone from ice hockey in uh in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, fucking hell, you know, did anyone see Pritchard get dragged along his ass on fucking uh, grip tape? Escape on mm, grip tape. No. Oh, that sounds fucking horrible. But... Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. And, and it was. It got banned. Um, it got banned straight. It got banned pretty quickly, but he got dragged along on a, like a meter to a grip tape by <laughs> me pulling his, pulling his legs. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and then at the other end, we had salt and vinegar. And it... oh, oh, fucking <laughs> hell. My arse just clenched completely. No, shit. <laughs> the original series of Sanchez was just fucking raw because MTV didn't know what they were doing. They just kind of documented what we got up to that summer. Yeah. And so we obviously got up to like all sorts of fucking stupid shit. And then when that became like the show became an ex- a success, they they had to frame it. They had to like hang the show off the back of something. So they came up with like concepts, like Jobs of the Bios, um, mm. European Invasion you know, and, and seven yeah. deadly suits and whatnot. So um, the first season, there was, there was some, yeah, there, there, there was a, quite a few trips to the to the hospital for like getting torn up by barbed wire or fucking being burned by, you know, cattle, <laughs> cattle brands and shit. But no, yeah, nothing too, nothing too gnarly, to be honest. Nothing too gnarly. So, so like MTV never like put it to use like a, a UK jackass sort of thing. It was never given to use like that because from the outside looking in it kind of I don't know if for years but kind of felt like it was pitched like that right that yeah sense. I mean I could totally see why you would why you would think that and I think the timing was like I'm pretty sure if Jackass wasn't a thing Dirty Sanchez would have never been a thing you yeah. know because I think Jackass Jackass definitely opened up that like genre of comedy um and then being most of them being skateboarders, like bands, you know, uh, CKY crew, yeah, um, you know, from the east coast, like they were skaters, they were skateboarders, and I know Steve O skated a bit, and and a few that you know the guys from Big Brother magazine, Ch- 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 Tim Tremaine, Jeff Tremaine, uh, the director, and Spike, yeah, that formed that they they were both fucking skateboarders, yeah. So, you know, I think before the MTV thing. They were doing the Big Brother videos and Bam was doing the CKY videos. We were doing like P versus D. And they, like, I, I remember we were, I remember like we were filming P versus D and someone's like, oh, the boys, uh, Jackass, and, uh, the the Big Brother guys have got together with the CKY guys and they they formed Jackass for MTV. We're like, no fucking way. And like, we were like, fuck, <laughs> they've got a fucking show on MTV. And um and then before we knew it, like then we did. It was yeah, we didn't try and get it, but yeah, I can see why you would have thought that. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it, you, you're you're right, but it didn't it didn't kind of come about in that way yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that you would yeah. imagine. Mm-hmm. There's a video, there's a video, I've got a video up there is four one one for anybody that skates. Four one one was a video magazine back before the internet, and um the very is an American video. And Pritch had the last thing on that video, and it was a US skate video, by the way. And this is like way, way before Jackass. And he like comes screaming through the skate park in London and hits this block and it just goes flying like fucking through the air like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if anyone wants a fucking fist fight, come fucking see me. <laughs> <laughs> We were saying just kind of before we came on, like with the whole jackass thing, like we we kind of grew up obviously on yourselves on Dirty Sanchez and watching Jackass and CKY. Um, like I always used to kind of watch it and be like, 
I would do some of the stuff that they'd done on Jackass, but then when we watched you guys, it was just like, not a fucking chance would you do <laughs> half the daft shit that you guys did. No way. Right, but you boys play ice hockey and you have a beer and you hang out. Yeah. 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 Usually just Come ends on. in fist fights, though. That's like the normal thing. Folk just fucking usually fight each other. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that, but I think, you know, when you're in it, you don't realize it's happening because you just, you know, it's the you're norm. Just about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't, we did actively fucking go out and try and do a lot of horrible shit to each other. <laughs> so I, 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 I can see why you probably wouldn't want to try and do, do a lot. I probably recommend not trying it as well. But, <laughs> you know, if you want to keep, if you want to keep, if you want to keep your friends, if you want to keep your friends, it'd probably be a good idea just to fucking, you know. <laughs> Fair play for you is actually staying as friends through all of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, uh, he's appeared on an episode of the Dudesons, um, which is another program that we kind of all watched growing up. Um, what were some of the craziest things that you guys got up to when you collaborated with that guys? Because they're fucking wild as well. Uh, yeah. like. So the Dudesons, uh, I saw the Dudesons were like a hybrid of Sanchez and Jackass. Yeah, yeah. They were just and that, that's not because they looked at us and looked at Jackass. Those guys were exactly the same as us. They were just doing their shit under the radar way before TV came along. Yeah. And um, and they're fucking good friends. All those guys are I'm good friends of all those guys. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, fuck. I mean, we toured, we toured around Australia with them like twice. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember the, <laughs> we're doing these stage shows. And the first time we went to Australia, I met them. Uh, we landed on the tarmac and had a phone call off um, the, the uh, with a phone call saying the tour's cancelled and um, so we had three weeks to just fucking to fucking cruise around Australia and do, do what we wanted so um, <laughs> but um, yeah uh, certain things happened I mean I remember Pancho off camera well actually I was filming but it wasn't meant to be a stunt or anything um, when we were waiting to go on stage I think Pancho had um, a Yuka Yuka we're fucking about and um Pancho fucking need yucca in the nuts. <laughs> so Pancho and then Pancho went to Pancho went to pick up this hula hoop to like I don't know what the fuck he was gonna do with a hula hoop, but when he picked it up, first of all, Pancho picked it up and this hula hoop had tons of fucking drawing pins on the inside. Uh. Right? He picks up the he picks up the fucking whipping with it and he, he goes, ah drops his fucking hula hoop on the floor. Yuka comes behind him, puts him in a fucking choke. And just puts Pancho to fucking sleep. Thought he was fucking dead. He just like all the spit came flying out of his mouth. He started shaking on the floor, and his eyes are fucking open. And he's like, ah. man, that was before we went on stage. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, I remember. So the, the weird thing about that was like when we when the we the guys we did some things for. For the Dudesons, um, which went up, went on this show. I mean, I had jet lag. I was still in bed, and I woke up, and they'd finished filming. So I, I didn't even know what they did. I've never even seen. I've never even seen the episode. So I fucking good guys, though. Good, good fucking guys. Good fucking great bunch of guys. The Dudesons. Yeah. I, love, I remember when we, when I used to watch it, and I, the thing that always sticks out to me is the fact that HP done that, and he was a fucking school teacher as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, HP, fucking hell. 
that all those guys are like they would jump cars and fucking break backs and blow up buildings and stuff like i mean <laughs> fucking hell next Crazy level mental mad, mad shit like whales on crack <laughs> <laughs> i'm so envious of the blo- so envious they got the blow shit up like fuck so uh i was seen the other day you and pritch had done gumball 3000 which well i've i've seen some photos and stuff of pritch being pretty much well bollock naked on the plane and everything <laughs> that looks like an absolute riot there must be some stories from there oh dude i didn't wouldn't, i seriously would not know where to begin with the gumball I think a lot of people can a lot of people that know a little bit about it or would look in at looking at the gumball and might have the wrong idea about it because there's people with just a obscene amounts of money, right? Yeah. But a lot of those people want to do obscene <clears throat> amounts of fun shit. Right? <laughs> just you know, like it, it's just fucking I suppose it's like a it, it, it's almost like living your life like like some sort of fucking mad billionaire for a week that, that just anything is fucking possible because yeah. you've got like just all these 130 cars maybe with people from all over the world like different like fucking rappers like sports athletes you know people guys in bands like fucking like rock stars like, you name it every fucker's on it and just people that love cars and um, yeah shit some of the things that have gone on on there just like fuck just next level shit like ne- next level and then we t- <laughs> then we turn up in a fucking 800 pound fucking Volkswagen <laughs> oh man I, I mean yeah I, I, I don't know what there's that much to talk about with the gumball what I'll tell you it's fucking insane it looks it's nuts it looks mental insane I mean the one time a friend of ours uh, Andy lives in Texas we we flew into Florida and met him, and then we were doing the U.S. part of the gumball in his Mercedes. His Mercedes is a, a Mercedes 63 SLK, Rantec stage fucking three or four, what, 800 brake horsepower Mercedes, right? Fuck, do you know what? I'm fucking terrible in cars. I'm absolutely fucking, like, if someone else is driving, like, fucking no chance, especially in a fucking 800 brake horsepower Mercedes. That, we're going down the we're going from I think we we're going from Starkwood actually. We was so the, the rally was from Miami to Ibiza, right? So we so we would go from we so that when we started this day in this Mercedes, we went from Miami up to Atlanta and then the next trip was Atlanta, New York, jump on this fucking mad plane, fly to Edinburgh or just outside Edinburgh, and then you drive down the UK, ferry, blah blah blah, end up in Ibiza. So jumped in this fucking 800 brake horsepower car and within like, I don't know, two hours on the, on the motorway, um, these Russians pulled up alongside us from St. Petersburg and uh, in this brand new fucking white Ferrari and, and Andy were like, Andy just eyes lit up. I'm like, nah, man, mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's racing this Ferrari, right? And there's four of us with all our gear in this fucking 800 brake horsepower fucking Ferrari and my, this guy, Andy, like, yeah, just like he's had all this shit done to his car because like, the money's no option, and he's just bur- he's blowing this fucking Ferrari. He's playing with it. I think at 175 miles an hour, I'm just Fuck screamed. That. I'm like, cars are going, 
like that. <laughs> fucking screamed. I almost grabbed the fucking wheel. We pull over, and I'm like, Don't, you cannot go that fast with me in the car, dude. I am fucking <laughs> wrong person to fucking be in a car wheel like that. So I'm like, I, I can't have a knock on the door. I've got a family fucking dick. Like, <laughs> they were like, well, we're going to do 200 mile an hour tomorrow. Not with fucking, not with me in the fucking car, dude. So, um, so, so we at the Hotel W Atlanta and I was like, I'm going to jump in with somebody else today. You get 200 miles an hour out of the fucking way and I'll, then I'll jump back in the car. So what happened was um, with the Hotel W, we jumped in this bus to go to Stark Grid. I'm like, fucking going to jump in with anyone just apart from that fucking car. And um, I see a friend of mine that was with BetSafe, like this big online kind of gambling, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, he had a private jet and he was flying with Exhibit and a couple of other guys to New York. So I, I, I'm really fr- I was really friendly with him. So I said, oh, it's Carl here from BetSafe. I'm going to see if he's got any room in his private jet. So I jump out with a fucking shuttle bus. Pritch is in the shuttle bus with um, English Andy and, uh, and Richie P. Walton. And he's like, you fucking dare. I'm like, I'm <laughs> asking, you know, because Pritch is like, I ran, ran across the foyer like 50 yards away. I had all my gear with me. I said, hey, Carl, is it, is there any room in the, in the plane today? And he's like, what, for you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, of course, my friend. Put his arm around me. I looked across, I looked across the shuttle bus. I looked at Pritch and went, fucking fucking wild so i I went back to bed for four hours because the plane that this private fucking g6 jet took an hour um so when we was on the runway about to take off i rang prince today what's going on you what the fuck are you ringing me for i'm like have you done 200 mile an hour yet have we fucked we've been stuck in traffic for five hours I'm about to do 600 fucking see you later and it's the camera and exhibits going suck it suck it <laughs> and before we know it it was like a fucking hip hop video the exhibit had all this fucking money he was throwing it in the air there was all this beer and champagne going everywhere it was fucked absolutely fucking absolutely fucking wild and that's like an example of the gumball mm. yeah just Nuts. like you, when you come back from that it's kind of like the world feels like it's not moving yeah yeah <laughs> Pritch, Pritch, Pritch is so angry, man. It took, them it took them 13 hours to get to New York and they kept going round the wrong way and fucking, oh, man. Anyway. So once, yeah. uh, once the Dirty Sanchez thing stopped airing, what did you guys all go on to do then? Because as you say, the world must have been a very different place when it wasn't as wild as it was throughout all the shows. So, yeah. Um, so we still toured it was it felt like it was still happening because we still toured and we're still doing like appearances and and all you know all that kind of stuff for for a good few good few years up until about 2000 and fuck about 13 for 2013 or 14 i think we were still doing a little bit um and then it just kind of pritch just went i fuck i'm not doing this anymore i'm not touring anymore i'm just fucking i'm over it and like he, he pulled the plug on it and it was it was the right it was the right time it was the right time Mm-hmm. To, yeah. you know but it, well, mm-hmm. but as for the TV show I mean I was happy to stop with the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like right like seriously we've got to wait for this long right everyone's still intact we're still friends you know I would have been happy to have called it a day at, at the movie but we did um, a show called Racked After It mm-hmm. and a show called Get High 
Yeah. Twitch and Pants did Paid Man with Channel 4. Um, and Joycey did went off and did his drift, the car, the, all the drifting stuff with, in the car scene. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, I mean, making the TV show was, it was fucking, it was great fun, but, but we were like that anyway. So yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like Sanchez, it didn't feel like it stopped and all this life had, this life had gone and we, you know, we were just, it just feels the same now. There's no fucking different, you know, mm. we're just all doing shit and we're still fucking friends and it doesn't have to be a TV show to exist because we're not made of characters. Mm-hmm. So does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So yeah, we're still idiots and we're still game on. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... I mean, to be honest, the Gumball, the Gumball was like fucking doing an episode of Sanchez every year. <laughs> yeah. We'll maybe get on it in a couple of years' time, eh? Once we make it big, boys. (laughs) (laughs) We can can dream. We can dream. We can dream. I think we'll just stick to the cycling part of the thing that we're doing. No, even that. Fucking hell. But uh, Lee, it's been absolutely amazing having you on. uh, Like, growing up watching you on TV, um, it's just been fantastic to to meet you over this. Not in person, but yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, fun to reminisce and go back down that wonky, dark fucking hole. <laughs> yeah. It's been a pleasure to hear it all. For sure. Yeah, drag, it's been awesome. Drag myself back out for <laughs> the rest of my dinner. <laughs> yeah, thanks for taking the time. Eh. Yeah, no, come on, yeah. Yeah. thank you very much, Lee. For sure, man. Hey, Cheers, fucking Lee. big up, big up, Scots, and good luck with the podcast, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks very much, man. man. Cheers. Cheers. All right, peace. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Big thanks to Dayton for joining us on the show, and also a big thanks to Ben Laden for helping set that up for us. That's much appreciated. That was unreal. Awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it was brilliant. Absolute, what a man. Awesome. Epic. Epic. This the stories that you kind of watch the show, and there is part of you thinking, there must be like that. That must be like real. But then when you chat to him and hear all the other stuff that obviously doesn't even get filmed. Not 100% like that. We didn't even, we didn't even scratch the surface either. Yeah, no, I think you could have had him on for another like two, three hours just chatting stories. It yeah, he just awesome. likes to, he's just genuine, really down to earth and just seemed like he just liked speaking about what him and the guys done for fun. Yeah, super great yeah. guy as well. That was on yeah. And one thing I kind of was surprised at when I kind of asked the question about Jackass and how I, I, I kind of always thought that MTV just came to him and went, or like looked around and went, we're yeah. looking for like a British Jackass because they always mm-hmm. do it for this. Yeah, yeah. well, they tend to do it like the opposite in America, don't they? I mean, like, yeah. you've got like in betweeners and then they went into the American in betweeners, which was. And you even God. get like, no, yeah, fucking Sweet 16 or the Pimp My Rides and all this, yeah. like all that yeah. sort of stuff back then. It was all, oh, here's the American one. Oh, we'll go and do a UK one. I always, always thought, that, oh, they've just looked for. Mm-hmm. like a, a yeah. british one but no it was actually nice to hear that they kind of set up they go no let's just look about for nutters idiots although i must and... i must say though like uh, dirty sanchez always appeared like jackass on steroids though like yeah. it was just oh, that yeah. next it, level it up it of yeah. way mad <laughs> that's like yeah. that's what, like i was saying to him was like you would watch some of the jackass stuff and be like i'd, I'd happily do that like throw me in a shopping trolley and push me against the curb no problem yeah. <laughs> staple my finger and cut the top of my finger off Get the fuck. <laughs> well, no, it was just it's kind of cool just to speak to somebody from your childhood as well, and who you grew up watching. It kind of yeah, really yeah. awesome. But no, yeah, it was awesome. 
awesome, awesome to have him on. I hope I'm hoping this is a start of like big names, big, huge big names. names for us. Big, big names. fish, cuz big fish, big hands in it. <laughs> but even <laughs> if, if this is it though, <laughs> we're happy. I'm also happy as fuck because it was just awesome. Like you, I don't know about you boys, but starting this up, you kind of think, right? We'll just no, we'll have fun with it. We'll chat yeah. to some fun people and all this stuff, and then getting someone like him on was extremely exciting because like we said we grew up watching these guys on tv you never know how it'll be you know the people say but oh if you meet a celebrity yeah. and all this stuff he doesn't you know it doesn't come across like that he said at that all. at the beginning as well yeah. he's like i'm just a regular fucking guy and, and he found that so out really quick speaking to him yeah yeah such think, a down-to-earth guy um, awesome. i think awesome. as well we'll give give a massive congratulations to pritchard for um rowing the atlantic with with his his friends, I think they rode from what was it, Fortaventura to Antigua. Don't know how long it took them, but hats that's off. Fucking yeah, that's that's incredible. Insane. Makes What's our NC like... 500 look like a fucking decimal point. <laughs> 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 they've, they've been going for ages. I've kind of yeah. had a wee look here and there to see, like, get some updates and stuff, and it just feels like it's been going on forever. Yeah. Was it, was it finished today? This is sun, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, the, Morning. Sunday, Sunday the 2nd. Sunday the 2nd. I think yeah. they finished today. Finished this morning, yeah. So that's off to those. So that'd, be a, that'd be a good one to try and get Pritch on to see how how that was. Never mind yeah. Dirty Sanchez stuff. I would I would kind of love to just get them both on at the same time. We just, just, we just need to do anything. We need ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we can just go away and stick the washing on. Yeah, <laughs> you do that anyway. Half the yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think uh, we know what time it is now, boys. Salad dressing. And this week for Game of the Week, we have got Junior. Uh, this week, I'm going to go with Doom 2016. Obviously, everybody knows what Doom is from fucking eons ago with fucking old school gaming, kind of first ever first person shooter, kind of what I remember anyway. Uh, this one's fast paced as anything. You've ripped demons' heads off, so there's nothing <laughs> you can complain about in that. Music's awesome in it. It's kind of like just tough, heavy metal riffs through the whole game. And it's just fun, easy, and just fun to shoot shit in the head and watch it blow up. The blood to be put on us. Is it just? Is it just like level based rather than? It's story. story based, and it's just like yeah. So it's just like it's just like one continuous story that is just a linear story that it takes yeah. you through. So it's no open world or anything. It's just easy and just anybody could play it. It's fun. I think it's probably one of the first games that kind of I was introduced to. Well, first yeah. per- person shooter games anyway. Playing on. Well, if you want to call it a computer, it was like a fucking brick. Um, and it was like three, three bit, four bit fucking <laughs> characters. Paved the way. They paved the way, Doom. Wolfenstein was fucking huge for paving the way for first person shooters that we've got mm-hmm. today. So you wouldn't have had Golden Eye? No. Great no, game, by the way. Great game. Anyway, so moving on, we've got with Movie of the Week, we've got JJ. So it's series, just so you know. Oh, it's a series, is it? It's a series, yes. So the series is called uh, Barry, and it's got um, Bill Hader is like the starring role. If I'm right in thinking, I'm pretty sure he wrote and kind of directed it. It was like his whole baby. So it's got himself in it. You'll remember him from, was he in Superbad? He's in Trainwreck. I think he's in 
heaps of stuff, but he was never really like no. He was in Hot Rod, the movie of the week last week. I was going to say, was he the other cop? Was he the guy who was in Hot Rod? Yeah. No, 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 no. He was a cop in Superbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy with the long hair in Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah. So he's in it, and then also Henry Winkler. We must remember him. Hey. Oh, I was trying to tell that to Cal another week, but he couldn't even do it. Also, Water Boy. Well, Mama yeah. don't know one heard of. Do a lot of long gara. So the girls are angry because they got all them teeth in the poopers. The poopers to brush them with. Mama wrong. <laughs> I think he showed me her boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm missing you. So it's it's a dark comedy. Bill Hader stars as like a hitman, but he ends up in LA for a hit. And he's kind of drawn by the allure of LA, wants to end up being an actor. And then he's got someone that kind of controls him and is telling him, no, you can't do that. But he's still allured by it. Proper dark comedy, but it's awesome. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, it's awesome just from that. Primetime Emmy Award for an outstanding lead for Bill Hader as well. I would get on it. The, The last I checked, it was on Sky if I can remember right. So hopefully it's still on there, but I definitely, definitely recommend it. It's an awesome, awesome series. Shall we That moves on nicely to Album of the Week with Loopy. So I'm going to go with a band that I first came across, actually at a live show probably like five years ago. Yeah, down in Edinburgh when I was seeing Enter Shikari. So the band is The Wonder Years. Um, and the album that I've gone with is No Closer to Heaven, which came out in 2015. I think we were quite fortunate, actually. It was one of the first times they'd been over in Scotland. Um, and that album had just came out. So it was like a tour for them as well, for a release tour on the back of Enter Shikari's headline slot. Um, the album's brilliant. It's just banger after banger. And it's a nice, easy listen. Um, and lyrically as well, it's quite, quite interesting deep. to sit. Yeah, it's like a nice listen just to kind of try and pick out the lyrics that, that they write they're for, for the they're a really good band they're yeah. a really good band they're on a was it hopeless records as well that's who neck deeper on okay so probably, it may similar. possibly be yeah like may possibly be the same as who was it you went and seen sorry uh Andrew shikari i don't know if they're actually on no, it. I can't, I can't remember who they're with. but no that that album i i really enjoy i really album. like it I, go, I find myself going back and listening to them quite a lot to yeah be honest with you. it's a it's an album as well like you can like you kind of forget about it but when you go back and listen to it maybe like a year down the line it's you still remember it, like all the words that you knew from, from yeah. ages ago and same with the tracks as well like you know what's coming next so i'm just having a look back at the the songs on it like Cigarettes and Saints is probably one of my Brilliant. favorites on that. It's yeah. an awesome song in it. Yeah, I'm with I'm with, with you there, Tom. That's a good yeah. good tune. Nice one. And then for restaurant of the week, we've got myself. Uh, so I've gone with Chop Bar and Grill. Uh, it's located in the Sandman Hotel. Uh, there's definitely a lot of nods going on on the screens here, boys. It is uh, it's good. I'm trying to think of how to describe the food. Uh, it's I bar and grill. I was trying to describe it without saying it was a bar grill. What a um, dick. But it's like, you know, you can get a steak or a burger or you can get um, various <laughs> different things. You'll never, get, you'll never guess what I get from there. 
Not sesame, sesame, sesame chicken strips. <laughs> <You're> a <fucking laughs> vanilla bastard when it comes. Well, no, to it's food. not. Che- no, it's not sesame chicken strips. It's uh, shredded chili beef. Sorry, shredded chili beef. There's you, a get it, you get no it in veg. a bowl, but, it's, <laughs> but surprisingly, it's a, it's really nice. No, the food's good. It's it's a <laughs> it's a really cool hotel. It's a really cool restaurant as well. Um, yeah, it's a really nice atmosphere. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really really cool. I really like what they've done with the place. They're, they've got like. A restauranty kind of bit, and also almost a like a bar. sports bar kind of bit. Like it's like set yeah. up like a plushy bar, but they've got screens all around the top of it for like showing all the sports and stuff. Yeah, I think it's quite a cool vibe. What it was it that used to be in that building before there? It was the university. Oh, that's okay. what it was. Because yeah. they put new, like they put new granite and everything on it, didn't they? Mm. Just, yeah, they cleaned it up. Cleaned, cleaned it all up. Yeah, yeah, it's a really nice place. building. Yeah, Fancy. really nice place. Really good food. Yeah, so hit oh, it up, yeah. guys, when you get the chance. Oh, I think that rounds us off quite nicely for today, boys. I would mm-hmm. indeed. It does indeed. So we'll catch you all for episode 14 when we'll be sitting down with two legends in the great British ice hockey scene, Scott Plews and Ian Robertson. Love you and leave you guys. Catch us later. Love you and leave you. Bye! Bye.